0: I think I may have gotten a visit from Auntie Karma the other day. Yesterday. What's
1: anti karma?
0: Karma. She came back around.
1: Oh, and- like you're personifying karma. Yes. You're not saying anti-karma.
0: No, anti, like like uncle or aunt or yeah, got it. cousin karma, whatever. Okay. I um I think I said this on the show. I don't remember. Or maybe I said it to you in person, but for a week or two ago, you hurt yourself. While trying to stop yourself from falling upstairs, like mm-hmm. you twisted your neck or something, and I said, "Oh, that means you're getting old. That's an old age thing. You're getting old. Welcome to the club." Ah. Yesterday morning, while I was putting my contact lenses in, one contact lens in, I tweaked my back. Mm-hmm. And if you've if you've ever have you ever done that? Have you ever tweaked your back?
1: I don't think so.
0: It's not a hesitate. If you've done it, you've known and it always happens when you're doing something completely ridiculous. Cuz it's a different type. It's happened to me two or three times and it's a different type of it's not like you're lifting up something and you're and you and you feel, you know, then something happens. It's not like a pulled muscle or whatever. It's when you are doing something like putting a contact lens in. Yeah. And for 24 hours it will bother you to the point where you'll just be sitting around and all of a sudden you'll like you'll you'll quiver like you've just been electrocuted
1: mm-hmm. so
0: i think karma came back and got me
1: yeah that's why you shouldn't make fun of your wife the upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that my wife Callie is such a good friend to people.
1: What is that? Uh, What? (laughs) That was random.
0: (laughs) I am grateful that you are a person who is such good friends, uh, such a good friend to people.
1: Oh, that's like
0: nice. over the past couple of weeks, multiple people have reached out to you for advice, for guidance, to vent, just let's go have a glass of wine type yeah. of thing because you, uh, you give good advice and you're a good ear and you do a really good job of what I'm so bad at, which is, are you just trying to get this out? or do you want me to help you solve this? Yes. Where's me? Questions to ask. Yeah, if me, I'm like, let's solve it. You're like, no, I just wanna talk about it. I don't care, I gotta solve it. I gotta solve it.
1: (laughs) My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for digital calendars.
0: I would like to start the show today, giving justice to a woman named Stella. Now you probably don't know Stella, but I'll bet you know of her.
1: Did she get her group back? Seriously? I mean, you know, I am a child of the 90s, you know?
0: Um, Stella's dead. She died in 2004.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But when she was a young, vibrant 79-year-old, and this is how she's famous, she sued McDonald's because a hot cup of coffee.
1: (gasps) I remember her. Okay. Yep. Okay. Everybody knows that story. Sorry, I cut you off. The story is she spilled hot coffee on herself, on her own lap, and then sued McDonald's for it being too hot. And she won. And that's why the coffee cups now say contents are hot, even though you're like, yeah, I just ordered hot
0: coffee. There, um, There's actually, it. she almost became like a joke or something, like a punchline for frivolous lawsuits, because your thought is... Of course, the coffee is served hot, right? Uh, Because it's coffee. And why would you put it on your lap in a moving car? Because if it spills, you're going to burn yourself.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So there's, there, it became like a punchline in legal circles. They even created
1: legal circles.
0: They even created an award, a fake award called the Stellas. And they would award frivolous lawsuits. This this title called The Stellas. Here's where we're going to get some justice for Stella. Because there is quite a bit more to the story that nobody talks
1: about. Okay. So you're about to fight for Stella?
0: Yes. And you know where I first heard about this story? From your dad. Really? Yeah. I don't know how. Oh, I know how it came up because this story actually takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Okay, That's where the McDonald's was that Stella received the hot coffee and ended up getting burned. Now, everybody knows the story exactly how Kelly just described it. She gets hot coffee, puts it between her legs, drives away. The coffee spills. She gets burned. She sues. That's and then it becomes a joke. Oh, you're the woman who sued for but, her. But
1: like also, yeah. okay. she got a bajillion dollars, so joke's on McDonald's.
0: Well, here's the the truth of the story, okay? Uh, Stella was not driving the car. As a matter of fact, her grandson was driving it, and they went through the drive-through together. That's number one.
1: So she was a passenger.
0: Yes. Number two, the car was not moving when she was injured. The car was stopped. They pulled into a parking space so she could carefully put her cream and sugar in the coffee because she didn't want to spill it and the car didn't have cup holders. So she set it on the seat between her legs. When she pulled the lid off, it spilled and burned her. Now, here's the thing. Here's all the facts you need to know. Uh, Number one, the coffee was served at 190 degrees. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that causes burns within seconds. It was a McDonald's requirement that coffee was served between 180 and 190 degrees. Okay. Other restaurants in the area only serve their coffee at 160 degrees. So 190 degrees burns you instantly including your mouth, it's, they served undrinkable coffee.
1: Wow. Okay. So Stella, not so much of a joke anymore.
0: Right. It gets worse. Oh, okay. Other restaurants in the area serve the coffee at 160 degrees. If you spilled something that was 160 degrees on your skin, it would, you would have to have contact for about 20 seconds to get the same level of burn that Stella had. Okay. Uh, In addition to all of that, McDonald's has been sued, at that point, had been sued over 700 times in the prior 10 years for serving too hot coffee and burning people, and had settled for up to $500,000. When she reached out to complain and say, look, here's here's a problem. I've had to have skin grafts. I'm going to need care when I leave the hospital, prescriptions, doctor appointment, all this other stuff. McDonald's offered her 800 bucks, $800 to settle that. So she lawyered up. She says, this is,
1: I feel like this is like a personal injury attorney's dream.
0: She lawyers up. She says, listen to me. You know, the lawyer says, listen to me, 190 degrees, uh, 79 years old car. Wasn't moving. Blah, 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 blah. McDonald's backs into a corner, starts to realize that they're going to lose this case. So they leaned on the one thing that they had that Stella didn't, their voice. They started a massive PR smear campaign, painting Stella as an irresponsible scofflaw trying to take their hard-earned money. It worked so well, to this day, nobody knows the real story. So... Next time you hear that story about the frivolous lawsuit and the coffee in the lap, let's all join in posthumously because she passed away in 2004. Let's all join team Stella, who was actually very much in the right, but was subject to a massive stand
1: up for Stella,
0: stand up for Stella.
1: I had a friend that I was talking to this weekend who is going through a friend breakup and
0: I'm I'm sorry. Can I bring something up? I totally forgot. Sure. The whole reason that I brought that story up is because that l- lawsuit, the whole, or that incident happened 27 years ago this week. So that's why I, it seemed totally random without that fact.
1: It's still random. It's with still the 27.
0: Yeah. Years. It's, it's still <laughs> random. But it that's why the verdict was announced twenty-seven years it would ago be this week.
1: Fascinating to be legal counsel for McDonald's. I bet they see some of the craziest lawsuits ever.
0: Well, any giant company, especially in this day and age, you can sue anybody for anything.
1: I know. I feel like my so my dad uh were was a lawyer for a big company, and I feel like his stories would probably pale to the stories that uh, see I don't, are going on now, just in terms of sheer quantity.
0: I don't think his stories from when he was at the top of the food, when he was general counsel, I don't think those stories would be nearly as interesting as the people who have to work like the incoming stuff. Like, because people will sue. Like the
1: associates any, and stuff like yeah, that who, before fr- it gets to the boss.
0: Yeah. Once it gets to the boss, once it gets to the big corner office, then it's like a big deal. Right. But down at the bottom line, that's like, you know, that's like people, uh, you know, sue it. Like somebody probably sued McDonald's because they didn't get enough French fries in their I would
1: meal. actually, that I would love that job to go through to be like the gatekeeper lawsuits for McDonald's specifically, because I feel like they always have like random legal drama about, you know, they seem to be um, a fast food chain that is constantly embroiled in some sort of scandal, whether it's like about their food or you know what I mean? It's like Taco Bell's disgusting, but we never hear about Taco Bell, (laughs) you know, like because people love Taco Bell. It's like it's very weird. Let me ask
0: you a question, because this has come up on the show before. What's your beef with McDonald's?
1: What is everyone's beef with McDonald's? You
0: missed the joke. (laughs) I don't want you to answer it. I just wanted to say, what's your beef with McDonald's?
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, Okay. So back to my story about, I was talking to a girlfriend. She is going through a friend breakup and it's someone that's been in her life for like more than 20 years, right? So it's a big deal and, you know, she's bummed about it. We were talking it through and I have been through... A couple friend breakups, like one very in a very significant way that was very dramatic that I remember. Jeff remembers this one. And the thing that I, it was kind of the first time in my life that I realized that there was someone in my life that I was constantly making myself small for have you ever had, I don't know if guys do that as much, but I think women do. Like, have you ever had someone like, can in you, your life where, or, or this, there's someone in your life where you downplay your own happiness because they're so miserable. Like you're like, you have a friend. It would be like being friends with a constant complainer where you feel like every time yeah, you well. see them, something in their life is really bad. So you can't be like, actually, my life is great. Like, I, I remember you saying this, actually, Jeff, now that we're talking about it, about, like, one of your friends years ago who um every time you would meet with them, they would gripe about their wife and you, like, felt kind of guilty because you're like, I don't even have anything to say. Like, I'm really happy. Things right. are awesome. Uh, But it just makes things weird, you know? Yeah, totally. And I think for me, I was –
0: so is that your explanation? Is that your description of making yourself fa- small for someone like foregoing your own? Because what when you first said that, the first thing that popped in my head is uh, like ignoring your own emotional needs and only being there for someone
1: else. Okay. Well, that's part of it. But I think the other part of it is when people grow apart or in this case, how I felt, and I think how my girlfriend felt is that they were really good friends when they were similar. And then one of them grew in a different direction oh, and yeah. the other one didn't follow. So it becomes this like, it's not that anybody's better than anyone else. Yeah. It's just that, you know, someone is moving on. And someone is, I don't know, like either well, staying just, where they are or moving at a different pace or just going in a different direction,
0: which is totally acceptable. Like it, you're allowed to have people in your life for only for chapters. And I think there's, it's one of those things that like, I don't know, I've, I feel I have felt pressure because I don't have a lot of lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm not friends with the people I went to school with like middle school. I'm not friends with people who I grew up with on my street or whatever. I'm not really friends. I mean, I'm acquaintances, but I'm not like great friends with people who don't live in the city that I live in now. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with that for a long time that you have to have lifelong friends. But I think if you can accept the fact that friends are okay to come in and out of your life. I think it's probably easier for guys to accept that.
1: Yeah, it's like a square peg round hole situation. I do think it's hard for women, especially because we hear so many things about lifelong friends and best friends since you were kids and all of this stuff. But if the friendship doesn't work and it doesn't serve either of you, sometimes, you know, and I feel like I'm probably gonna get a lot of backlash on this, but sometimes it just becomes not worth the effort. And I think I- sign of that would be, you know, for me, it was, I realized that I could never fully be who I was because every time I was around the friend that is no longer in my life, that I would revert back to someone that I had grown out of. Sure. And, and I wasn't proud of it. And I actually said to them the last time we talked, which was gosh, five years ago, maybe, um, I said, I feel like I, you are only my friend when things aren't going well for me. And that when I am happy and I express to you my, my joy, that you can't take part in that. So I think it's okay. The advice that I gave to my friend was, look, I don't think that, you know, she was asking what's wrong with me. And I was like, I don't think anything is wrong with you. I think you've experienced growth. You're not the same person, but that's not a bad thing you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there because I had a really good conversation with her. I was really inspired by it. And it reminded me of my own friend breakup. And I think a lot of people go through that.
0: And I think it's it, it's more of a, the friend breakup thing is more of a struggle than sometimes relationships ending. Yeah. Because you never really pr- think about like, oh, I should end this. This no longer serves me. Like right. you don't think about that as a friend, right? Mm-hmm. So, good advice. See what I said at the beginning? You're a very good friend.
1: Think about your dream home for a second. How does it feel when you walk in the door? Now, think about your current home. Does it give you the same feeling? Now, Jeff and I aren't living in our forever home, but our house aesthetic makes us feel like we are because we walk in the door and we feel calm, peaceful, and cozy. And it's because of the aesthetic we put together and how we furnished our home. All of the dream home feelings you were just thinking about, you can let Joybird help you get there in your current home. Joybird offers modern, customizable furniture for every space available in a variety of vibrant, durable fabric options. You can choose from over 18,000 customization options, and you can search by color or fabric, or you can even work with a design expert to have your vision turned into a reality. Joybird is committed to creating quality furniture and a more sustainable future. Each piece is made with incredible care, using responsibly sourced materials free of harmful chemicals. Through partnerships with groups like One Tree Planted, Joybird is helping conserve and restore Earth's most precious natural resources. Joybird furniture is made with quality craftsmanship, stain and scratch-resistant fabrics, and a limited lifetime warranty. It can handle anything your family throws at it. Literally. And they stand behind their quality and craftsmanship. So if it's not everything you hoped for, you can send it back within 90 days for a refund. Create a space that brings you joy with Joybird. Visit joybird.com slash upside and get 30% off your purchase. That is 30% off at joybird.com slash upside.
0: One thing that everybody got used to over the past year, past year and a half, is wearing the most comfortable clothes in your closet. It was all about comfort, then appearance. And now that the world is w- opening back up and school is headed back this month and things are starting to, to become back to normal, go back to normal, we've got to focus on looking good as well as being comfortable. Rothy's has that covered in the shoe department, and now they've got comfortable, comfortable, Great-looking shoes for men. These shoes are durable. They're washable, just like the women's shoes, and they are better for the planet. Plus, they give them such rigorous testing during research and development that not only do they have a perfect fit, but they maintain that perfect fit wash after wash. So if you are ready to step up your comfy wardrobe and make it look good as well, Let's do it with Rothy's Shoes for men and women. They're washable, they're sustainable, they're stylish, and they've got shoes and bags. Go to rothys.com slash upside. Find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot slash upside for comfortable shoes for women and now for men from Rothy's.
1: You have to hire someone with the exact skills you need to help your business. No time to waste, right? But hiring can be so overwhelming. So how do you know who's really best for the role? Save time and screen for quality candidates with the skills you need with Indeed Assessments. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. With Indeed assessments, choose from 135 skills tests to help make sure you're finding applications from people with the skills that you, need. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash the upside. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash the upside Indeed.com slash the upside offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Today's three random things are brought to you by Brown and company jewelers. My first random thing is there are only four words in the English English language, which end in D O U S. Can you name them?
0: Yes. D mm-hmm. To stupendous. hmm Tremendous. hmm No.
1: <laughs> Would you like me to tell you the rest nope, of them? Nope, I can
0: get up. <laughs> I've, actually, I Actually, tell me if I'm right about this, because I, I think I've heard this before. Three of them are in the like stupendous, tremendous family. And then isn't the fourth one pronounced completely differently? It's like a trick word. It's like a sleeper. It's like a trick. So I guess-
1: yeah. It, and do you want me to give you the first letter that they? Yeah. They both start with H.
0: Horrendous. Mm-hmm. Hippopotamus. <laughs> Hippopodamus. Hippopodamus. <laughs> no. no What's the fourth one?
1: I think it would be Hippopodus if that was um, Hazardous.
0: Hazardous.
1: So random. My second random thing is in Silence of the Lambs, which is a great movie, by the way, Hannibal Lecter. Played by Anthony Hopkins. Never blinks.
0: That's so freaky.
1: Isn't it? How like, did I
0: never notice that? I
1: don't know, but I think that's one of the reasons his character is so intense and awesome. But yeah, he never blinks.
0: Have you ever known someone who who has a weird blinking cadence? are like
1: blinks all the time or never blinks?
0: Yeah. And once, she, once that catches your attention, it's over. Like there's Ellie no- Ellie doesn't blink. Who doesn't?
1: Ellie. Do we have a tiny serial killer? Yes, yeah, she does. Not often. She would beat you in a blinking a staring contest.
0: She doesn't why would you do you just ruined her for me? She <laughs> doesn't blink? Not much. Maybe babies don't blink as much as grown ups. Maybe. Because they got tinier eyes. Maybe. So, maybe. so maybe their tears work better.
1: I don't know. Um and my third random thing is the heart of a shrimp is located in its head.
0: Okay. I was trying to think of some heart, like follow your heart, follow your head, but follow, but I couldn't think of anything.
1: And those are my three random things. I need to bring to your attention, Jeff Dollar, that you do something very weird. And I don't think, you know, you do it and I need to bring it to your attention because I think eventually it's going to get you in trouble.
0: Okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that, but I'm going to put the filter on this. Okay.
1: What's the filter?
0: Well, um, you do something very weird. You blow on your food and two, two nights ago, you blew on a spoon of ice cream to cool <laughs> it off.
1: I did. I did. It's habit. Jeff thinks I blow on my food too much, but you'll put a super hot thing, like just shove it in your mouth and be fine.
0: Yeah, but you blow on all, you blew on a spoonful of ice cream that there was no question that it was ice cream because we were eating it out of the tub of ice cream. (laughs) Like, it's not like it could have been some trick, weird, hot fudge looking thing. It was a spoonful of ice cream out of the. She takes it out of the tub, blows on it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. So with that filter on, I will hear your critique of my weird behavior.
1: You never hang up the phone. 100% of the time, you do not hang up the phone after a phone call.
0: I just wait for the other person to do it? Yeah. Okay.
1: And I know because it's been like driving me a little crazy for like a year now. And then I was like, I wonder if maybe he's just slow to hang up the phone. No, I've stayed on the phone with you for like over a minute. And you haven't noticed because you don't hang up the phone, which could be so you really just hear, dangerous. You
0: just hear me go off in the distance and like playing with Ellie or like yelling the at dogs. the dogs or something. Yeah, come on in, dogs. Who's got to go potty? Off in the background. Yeah. Huh.
1: Did you have any idea that you do that? I
0: I don't I don't know if that's true. Is that true?
1: That is one thousand <laughs> percent true, and it's going to be. Here's what's going to be interesting: is the next time you're on the phone, either you're going to remember that and actually go to hang up and be like, wow, that feels weird. You know what I mean? Like your muscle memory isn't used to doing it. uh, Or you're going to be like, oh, I do do that.
0: But don't like, I would assume, I don't know. And I don't know this to be true because I've never paid attention to it. I would assume that maybe with you, I don't hang up the phone because I just, I know that you're going to like as true as it is that you will blow on any even remotely lukewarm food. It might also be true in my mind that you'll disconnect the call. But business calls, i probably hang up, hopefully.
1: I don't know that you do. Because
0: how great would that be? If I get off the phone with somebody, I'm like, oh, that's done. And like, take my like AirPods out or whatever and set them down and then walk away going, that person's an idiot.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, I come from a world where microphones are always on. So I'm just like really cognizant of like when things are on and you never hang up the phone. And I feel like, not that we have anything worth listening to in our life, but, you know.
0: I sing some pretty embarrassing you, songs to Ellie that I don't want to know.
1: That you don't want like a business partner or a future or investor. when really anyone. There's not a yeah. lot of
0: words that rhyme with Ellie. So there's a lot of things on her that are smelly. <laughs> and so we don't need that documented anywhere.
1: Yeah. So maybe just, you know, awareness. And yeah, you you do that.
0: Her name is Ellie. Her body smelly. Ellie. Ellie, her name is Ellie, her toes are smelly, Ellie, Ellie, if you're mean to Ellie, you'll go to hellie. Ellie, where it's smelly.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.
0: I need to apologize again to Callie because she did something so kind and so wonderful. And I made a last minute decision and and... And and just tanked all of her hard work. And I feel so bad. And I know you tell me not to feel bad.
1: No, I but- didn't say. If you notice, I haven't said don't feel bad. You can feel bad for a minute, but don't let it be all consuming. I'm just allowed to be irritated because you asked me to like set up this awesome video setup for you for your course and I ordered lights and I I watched, I researched to see what the best ones were for what you were doing. Then I watched YouTube videos when I was struggling to put them together and I spent so long putting them together and getting everything perfect. And then you're like, yeah, I just, I don't think I'm gonna do that. And I was like. Hey,
0: but it wasn't, I just don't, I want you to know that it wasn't like a super casual decision, but when I was thinking about my course, so you're listening to this on Wednesday, the course happened last night. Um, but we record this and we're actually recording a little earlier than usual on Tuesday because I had the course. When, when I started to get ready for the course, the thought of not being at my desk with my information at hand and being and and having like pre-recorded segments and all this other stuff, that was all the stuff that was causing me anxiety. But when I thought about sitting at my desk and just, having everything i might need so if a question comes up that i don't know how to answer like i probably have a website saved in my favorites or whatever you know what i mean like it i just wouldn't feel right there and so yeah and i felt but i feel so bad because you did do all that work so i want you to know how much i appreciate it and how sorry i am that I made that decision at the last minute. And it wasn't an easy decision. Like, it wasn't just like a, I don't like it. Like, I love it. Like, the light's fantastic. As a matter of fact, I would like you to move them down here if you can.
1: I don't know if I'll be able to or not. But I will say, on the upside, I had to record something for work and, um, or like... I don't know why I said for work, but I had to record something and I turned on the lights and the lighting looked really good. So I got to use it, which is great because we can't return it. So it got used at least once. Hey,
0: Kelly and Jeff. I just wanted to make a comment on the podcast today that Jeff, I
1: agree completely with you. There is something that has changed about the passage of time since COVID happened and I can't explain it, and my life didn't really change that much because I'm in healthcare. But something is different, and I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one. So anyway, love y'all. Thanks for a great show. Bye. Hey guys, Uh, Jeff, you are totally right. Time, we has fallen into some sort of wormhole. The aliens are coming. Something weird has happened. It it was just March of 2020. You're totally right. Then it was just March of 2021. Now the year is almost over. What is happening? Um, We have definitely entered the upside down or something.
0: Bye. If you're feeling some sort of way, something's off, but you don't know what it is, you might need to talk to somebody who can give you unbiased feedback. Friends and family are great, but they're always going to have a spin on what you're saying to them. Somebody who doesn't know any of the backstory, any of the details, and can provide feedback on your situation from your point of view, that's gold. And that's what therapy does. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, but you need to talk about it, that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Upside.
1: Jeff. Please, 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 please. No mouth sounds. <clears throat> Excuse me. Please. Okay, next Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Lisa from Brentwood, Tennessee, and i just got a comment on the White Lotus. I feel like I'm with Jeff. I feel like I wasted six hours of my life watching it. It was like after the probably the second episode, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I didn't understand. It was... I didn't like it. I hate to say that. I'm probably in the minority. So, not a fan. Um, it was kind of weird. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll watch the second season if they have another one. Um, I love Connie Britton. That was the main reason I watched it. Um, thanks and love your show so much. Hey, Jeff, listening to today's episode. nice one, man. <laughs> Put down your wiener and grab your nuts. Awesome.
0: Hi, Jeff, it's Tiffany calling about White Lotus. Yes, finish it.
1: It's awesome. It will so be worth it by the time you get to the last episode. I loved it. It is a little quirky. It is a little odd. There's some scenes coming up that that are a little um uncomfortable, but you'll love it. Thanks. Bye. You guys, White Lotus is the, it is the strangest thing in the world because... I'm like, this show is brilliant. This show is incredible. But then I'm also like, what is it about? What's happening? Do I even like it? Is it good? No, it is. It's brilliant. Is it? I, I just keep going back and forth. I just finished it, though. Um, it's something, though. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me today. I just left a message about the wiener and the cashew nuts. Now Callie says- Now, Kathy drops a zinger of just to play well with others. Yeah. This is like gold, guys. If you do a kind act for someone, your karma that you receive or your good energy that you put out in the world or whatever terms you want to put that in is not dependent upon the person completing that transaction with the intent in which it was given. Do the good deed. And stay upsidey.